Lesson number 164, Surah Al-Anbiya, ayah number 30 to 50. أَوَلَمْ يَرَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا Have the disbelievers not seen? Those who disbelieve, have they not seen? Have they not realized? Have they not understood? أَنَّ السَّمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضَ That the skies and the earth. كَانَتَ They both were رَتْقًا They were a joined entity. Ratq, ra, ta, qaf. Ratq is to repair something. Like for example, if your abaya gets ripped, okay, what are you going to do? You're going to take it to your mother and you're going to ask her, can you please repair this for me? So what is she going to do? She's going to stitch it up together. You understand? This is ratq. Ratq. To patch up, to sew together, to close up. So the skies and the earth, how were they? They were closed up. They were together. Like two pieces of cloth are stitched together. So the skies and the earth were together. They were a joint entity. They were one. What happened then? فَذَنْ فَتَقُنَا We separated huma both of them. We separated the sky and the earth. فَتْقُ فَتَقَفْ To rip, to tear, to rupture. And when something tears, it ruptures and what happens? It kind of expands. Right? Like for example, If you have a hijab and it gets a tear, then what will happen? It will kind of expand. Right? So this is fatq. We separated them so that they became disjointed. They were together before and we separated them. Musab bil fatq. Musab bil fatq. Is a person who is afflicted with hernia. What is a hernia? when there's a tear between the muscles. When the muscles weaken, and then there's a tear. So what happens? All the flesh, it begins to come out of there. So this is fatq. There was a tear, and now the flesh keeps coming out. Alright? So the skies and the earth, they were together. We separated them. وَجَعَلْنَا And we made مِنَ الْمَاءِ from water كُلَّ شَيْءٍ Everything حَيٍّ alive. Meaning, every living thing, everything that is living, that has life, that has hayat, it came from what? Its origin was? مَا Its origin was water. So everything that has life, it came from water. Allah, He created life with what? With water. وَجْعَلْنَا مِنَ الْمَاءِ كُلَّ شَيْءٍ حَيْءٍ Then will they not believe? Why don't they believe? Those who disbelieve in Allah being the creator, the owner, the sustainer, the provider of every creature, don't they know the origin of this universe? Don't they know how all of this came about? They know. They know really well. And the more they advance in their knowledge, in their experience, the more they realize how the sky and the earth, they were not as we see them today. 
long time ago, it was very different. Certain billion years ago, very different. The sky and the earth, completely different. What happened? They came from somewhere. Who brought them into existence? Who put them in their form, in their current form? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did. Nukarb al-Ahbab, he said that Allah separated the sky and the earth by admitting air between the two. Alright? Ikrima, he said the sky was closed, ratq, it was closed so that no rain would fall from it. The earth was closed such that nothing would grow from it. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opened up the sky so that the rain would fall. He opened up the earth so that plants would grow. These are their theories. Alright? And now, people have their own theories. Whether they call it the Big Bang or whatever it is. But we all realize this is something that's understood. That this earth was not always the way we see it right now. It was something else before. The sky was something else before. It has been created. It has been brought into this form. So who brought it into this form? Who did? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did. You know like they say that when the big bang occurred, then what happened? Expansion, right? I mean, all these different celestial bodies, they expanded, expanded, and then you have space, you have time, you have matter, right? And as time goes by, the universe is expanding. And with time, what will happen? It will shrink. And it will finish. Alright? Now, they say that time and space, they are a result of the Big Bang. So if you want to know about the cause of the Big Bang, you're looking at something that existed before time and space existed. So you're looking at something that is beyond time and space. Tell me, who is beyond time and space? Who? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Who al awwal wal akhir. Right? Wallahir wal batin. He is beyond time and space. So anyway, after realizing this, after knowing this, whatever theory people come up with, Allah says, Don't they believe? Why don't they believe? They know that this matter of universe is beyond them. Believe. Allah is the one who created you. How can you ignore Him? How can you pretend that He doesn't exist? How can you be indifferent to Him? And look at the next part of this ayah, that we have made everything alive, how? With water. If you think about it, there's so many different planets or whatever that exist in the universe that we know of, but we haven't discovered life over there. Right? Why is there life on earth? What's the difference? There's water here. Right? Three-fourths of the earth is just water. So, وَجَعَلْنَا مِنَ الْمَاءِ كُلَّ شَيْءٍ حَيْءٍ Who made water? Who decided that water should be on this earth? Allah. أَفَلَا يُؤْمِنُونَ Then will they not believe? وَجَعَلْنَا And we have made فِي الْأَرْضِ In the earth رَوَاسِي Firmly set mountains Plural of رَاسِيَ Something that is deeply rooted. Right? Like pegs. You know, for instance, when a tent is pitched, then you tie the ropes with a peg or a nail. And how is that peg? It's deep. It is what is holding the tent together. If it was not for those pegs, that tent would collapse. So likewise, these mountains, they're like pegs for the earth. They stabilize the earth. And if these mountains were not there, then what would happen to the earth's surface? Always moving. Life would be impossible. وَجَعَلْنَا فِي الْأَرْضِ رَوَاسِيَةً 
Why have we placed these mountains in the earth? Antamida bihim. Lest it would sway with them, move with them. Tamida mimiya dal made. Made is to shift, to move back and forth. If it was not for these mountains, then this earth would not feel still. We know that the earth is not still, it's moving. Right? And even these plates on the earth, they're constantly shifting and moving. But we don't feel that. Why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made the earth such, with the mountains in it, that we don't feel all these movements. وَجَعَلْنَا فِيهَا And we have made in it, meaning in this earth, فِجَاجًا Pathways. Fijaj is a plural of Fajj. And Fajj is a mountain pass. Alright? Meaning an open space or a pathway that is between mountains. Between mountains. So you see for instance between two mountains there is literally like a road between them. Or mountain ranges. And you can see pathways between them. So who made this? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as subulan, as ways, natural roads. لَعَلَّهُمْ يَهْتَدُونَ So that they are guided. They are guided meaning to their destinations. They can find their way. They can get from one place to the other. Because as human beings, we've always had the need to travel for different reasons. To find food, to find shelter, to find a better, safer place to live, whatever it may be. We've always had the need to travel. So what has allowed people to travel, go from one place to the other? One of the things is what's mentioned over here. These natural pathways, natural roads. Even if you look at rivers, you know when you look at a map, for example, rivers, what do they look like? Roads. وَجْعَلْنَا hmm? السَّمَاءَ And we have made the sky. سَقْفًا مَحْفُوظًا سَقْفْ A ceiling. سَقْفْ Ceiling, meaning what you see from below, from inside. So for instance, when you're inside a building and you look up, what do you see? Ceiling. So this is saqf, what you see above you. The sky is a saqf, it's a ceiling that is mahfuz, that is secure. Ha-fa-wa. Meaning it's safe and secure. The ceiling itself is safe and secure. How? That it protects the earth from what is outside. And this ceiling, it's invisible. We can't even touch it, we can't even see it. This force, this energy, whatever it is, it's protecting the earth so that what is outside doesn't reach in, doesn't hit the earth, doesn't strike the earth. And the times that it does, we see the devastation that it causes. So, وَجَعَلْنَا السَّمَاءَ السَّقْفًا مَحْفُوظًا And also, a protected ceiling, meaning protected against the shayateen, against the devils. وَهُمْ but they. عَنْ آيَاتِهَا From its ayat. Whose ayat? The ayat that are there in this ceiling. The big, big signs that we see in the ceiling, in the sky. What are these ayat? What do we see in the sky? From the clouds to the rainbows to the birds that fly and far away the sun and the moon and the stars and all that is beyond. All these ayat, Allah says, they are mu'ridun. They turn away from them. They don't pay any attention. They don't take any lesson. They see them and they look away. They realize how small they are, yet they don't humble themselves before Allah. They study it, they get to know how it came about, but they completely leave Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala out of the equation. They don't reflect, they don't learn. 
We learn in the Quran in Surah Yusuf, وَكَأَيِّمْ مِنْ آيَةٍ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ يَمُرُّونَ عَلَيْهَا وَهُمْ عَنَّا مُعْرِضُونَ They pass by these signs, they see them, yet they turn away. وَهُوَ الَّذِي خَلَقَ اللَّيْلَ وَالنَّهَارِ And he is the one who has created the night and the day. Time. Constantly changing time. وَالشَّمْسَ وَالْقَمَرِ And the sun and the moon. One comes in the day, one comes in the night. كُلٌّ Each فِي فَلَكٍ In an orbit. يَسْبَحُونَ They are swimming. فَلَك What is فَلَك? فَلَامْ كَافْ فَلَك is basically... The path of a celestial body, meaning the path it takes, its movement. So each celestial body, whether it's a star or a planet or a galaxy, whatever it may be, it is in a falak, on a particular path, in a journey that is fixed for it. Yes, bahun, they are swimming. Yes, bahun is from seen baha. Sabaha literally means to swim. It's to move swiftly, either through in water or through air. So when it comes to these ayat in the sky, the shams, the qamar, and all else, they are yasbahun, meaning they're moving, floating swiftly, gliding. And we know that nothing in this space is still. Or is it? It's not. Nothing is still. Everything is moving on its course. And who has decreed its course? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. كُلٌّ فِي فَلَكٍ يَسْبَحُونَ Recitation. أَوَلَمْ يَرَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا أَنَّ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضَ كَانَتَا رَتْقًا فَفَتَقْنَاهُمَا وَجَعَلْنَا مِنَ الْمَاءِ كُلَّ شَيْءٍ حَيٍّ أَفَلَا يُؤْمِنُونَ وَجَعَلْنَا فِي الْأَرْضِ رَوَاسِيَ أَن تَمِيدَ بِهِمْ وَجَعَلْنَا فِيهَا فِجَاجًا سُبُلًا لَعَلَّهُمْ يَهْتَدُونَ وَجَعَلْنَا السَّمَاءَ سَقْفًا مَحْفُوظًا وَهُمْ عَنْ آيَاتِهَا مُعْرِضُونَ وَهُوَ الَّذِي خَلَقَ اللَّيْلَ وَالنَّهَارَ وَالشَّمْسَ وَالْقَمَرَ كُلٌّ فِي فَلَكٍ يَسْبَحُونَ وَمَا جَعَلْنَا And we have not made لِبَشَرٍ For any man مِنْ قَبْلِكَ Before you الْخُلْدْ The eternity No Every man who came before us Every person What happened? Eventually he died He passed away. Likewise, if we are here today, are we to stay forever? No, we too are going to die. Because Allah has not made for any man on this earth khuld. What is khuld? Eternity, perpetuity, endless duration. Khulud is basically when something remains as it is without any change. Without changing. So for instance, khawalid from the same root is used for Those stones which are kept around a baking oven. Alright, don't think of your fancy latest oven. Okay, electric one or gas one. I'm talking about a mud one. Alright, and when you have a mud oven, then what do you have over there also? Stones. Alright, that you keep inside or around it. How often do you have to change them? Never. You never have to change them. 
you'll probably die before they change. Alright? So, khawalid is used for such stones. Because they just remain as they are without changing. Maximum, their color changes, that's it. But wood, what happens to wood? It burns. You have to keep getting new wood, more wood. Oil, you run out of it. Gas, you need a constant supply. Electricity, you need a constant supply. But when it comes to stones, I mean, they stay exactly as they are. They don't change. So, no person can remain in this world exactly as he is without changing. No. He will age, he will get sick, he will die. Afa Allah asks, uh, what? Fa then, in if mitta, you died, fahumul khalidun, then will they remain forever? You see the mushrikeen, they didn't like what the Prophet was telling them. Alright? So they would comfort themselves by thinking, one day he's gonna die. So when he dies, things will go back to normal. So they were waiting for his death basically. Alright? And they would comfort themselves by thinking about the time when he would be dead. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, you're not staying here forever. That's true. إِنَّكَ مَيِّتٌ You are definitely going to die. But they will also die. Why are they waiting for your death? If you die, are they going to stay forever? Are they? No, they're also going to die. Recently I read something so beautiful by Sister Hala Banani about jealousy. That um, if you want to see if your heart is really pure, then see how you feel when you learn about someone's success or accomplishments or what they have gained. Okay, And if you feel uncomfortable in your heart, that's the first reaction in your heart. When you find out that someone has gotten something, someone has obtained something, then that means your heart has jealousy. Now how do you fight jealousy? How do you get rid of it? By realizing that what you have cannot be taken by somebody else. What you have is for you. Isn't that true? Isn't that what we learn from the hadith? That what has missed you could never have reached you. And what has reached you could never have missed you. So when you realize that what is for me is for me, and what is for someone else is for them, it was never meant for me. And what's for me was never meant for someone else then this is what brings true contentment. This is what will rid the heart of jealousy. This is what will make a person happy. So never wait for other people to suffer so that you can be happy. Never wait for other people to die so that you can live. No. You have your life, they've been given their life. You will die, they will also die. But we wait. You know, when, when we have envy or when we're jealous of someone, when we have a problem with them, we want them to suffer so that we can be happy. But your happiness does not have to come from their suffering. Just like your risk does not come through someone's poverty. If we want to get rich, that doesn't mean somebody needs to become poor. If we want to become healthy, that doesn't mean someone needs to become sick. You understand? So if we want to live a happy life, that doesn't mean that someone needs to die. No. We can be happy. Why? Because the giver of happiness is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The giver of life, the giver of health, the giver of wealth is Allah. So, If you were to die, فَهُمُ Khalidun, Will they live forever? No. They're not going to live forever. 
So don't wait for others' destruction in order to be happy. Allah says, كُلُّ نَفْسٍ Every soul, ذَائِقَةُ الْمَوْتِ is one to taste death. ذَائِقَةُ One that tastes. Every person is going to taste maut, death. Meaning every person is going to die. And notice the word ذوق. What does ذوق mean? To taste something in the mouth. When you taste something, what does it mean? It's real. It's real. You're not hallucinating. You're not dreaming. You're not just smelling that food. You're tasting it. It's really in your mouth. It's a true, real experience. So every person is going to experience death. A real experience of death. It's not like, yeah, something will happen and then we'll just be dead. No. You have to go through the experience of death. Every person, every soul, ذَائِقَةُ mawt. The ultimate end is death. Whether we live a happy life or a sad life. A successful life or the life of a loser. Whatever life we live, ultimate end is death. And while we are living, وَنَبْلُوكُمْ We are testing you بِالشَّرِّ وَالْخَيْرِ With evil and with good. Fitnatan As a test, as a trial. And remember that وَإِلَيْنَا تُرْجِعُونَ And to us you shall return. Every person is going to die because كُلُّ مَنْ عَلَيْهَا فَان No person is going to remain forever. You see, the mushrikeen, they would wait for the Prophet ﷺ's death. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds, everyone is going to die. Everyone. And right now, while you are living, you are being tested. Don't lose focus. Just because someone will die, doesn't mean you'll be happy. Don't wait for happiness to come. Don't wait for success to come because of someone's death. Um, it was just mentioned how all the planets are always constantly moving. Then it kind of makes us think, what's the purpose of our life? Should we really be sitting around? Yes. Exactly. I mean, كُلٌّ فِي فَلَكٍ يَسْبَحُونَ Every galaxy, every sun, moon, whatever, is moving in its orbit. So every creature is doing what it's supposed to. When we are alive, should we just be sitting around? Waiting for someone to die so that we can get up and do something? No. Get up and do something. Because your time is limited. And if you're finding it hard, then you know what? This is part of life. Because Allah tests people through shar and khair. Notice, we test you through evil and good. Not only evil or only good. So nobody has it all bad and nobody has it all good. Remember this. You know, sometimes we compare our situation with another person's situation, right? And we're like, I'm suffering so much in my marriage. This individual is so lucky. They're so happy in their marriage. You know what? You only know one side of the story. You don't know the other side. They may be very happy in their marriage, but maybe in their health, in their body, they're suffering a lot. Hmm? So remember, Allah tests people with both shar and khayr. Not only shar and not only khayr. A combination of both. This is why there are times of joy and there are times of sadness. This is why there's success and there's failure. Isn't it? There's health and there's sickness. There's night and day. There are the highs and the lows. This is life. 
وَنَبْلُوكُمْ بِالشَّرِّ وَالْخَيْرِ We are testing you with evil and good. Fitnatan, as a test. That what do we do with the shar that we are in? And what do we do with the khair that we are in? That is what matters, what we do. Because if we are being afflicted with some shar, let's say, we're doing something, another person is also doing something. They're winning and we're losing. They're getting it all right and we're failing at every step. This is shar for us. Right? Now over here, what matters is, not just the failure, but what we do. Do we begin to feel jealousy for that individual? Do we want them to lose so that we can win? We're failing that test. You understand? What matters is what we think. Do we lose our faith in Allah over there? Or do we increase in our faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala over there? Do we reach out to Him seeking His help? Or do we just sit there in disappointment? This is the test. Because these victories, these losses, these you know ups and downs, they're going to be over. Nothing is forever in this dunya. Or is it? Seasons, do they change? Days, do they change? Months, years, Just the other day I was writing a date and I said, year 2014. And my son goes, no mama, it's 2015. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. You forget that the year has changed. I remember when 1999 turned into 2000. Such a big deal. Right? But it's a change of a millennium. It's such a big change. But these changes, what are they reminding us constantly? Nothing is going to remain as it is. So stop worrying about what you've lost and stop getting deceived by what you have gained. Don't feel proud over what you have and don't give up hope because of what you've lost. No. Life is still going to continue whether we are here or we're not here. What matters is what we do, what we say, what we think. Amal? Another thing about jealousy that helps you take away all the envy is making the for a person. So every time you see someone who has what you want and you say, Oh Allah, put barak in what they have, Allahumma barak, what's it? And increase them in that immediately that feelings goes away because you know the one who gives them is Allah and He can give you what you want. Yes. Very true. So, The word fitna always like, I don't know, it catches my eye because it's like the process that purifies metal, right? And like all these tests, no matter how painful they are, they're meant to make us better. They are for purification because with every test, what do you realize? You know, for instance, you thought that if you have your own car, that's it. You'll be good. You'll be fine. Right? And then you get that car. But then when it's minus 25 outside and you try to start that car and you feel like it's never going to start, then what do you realize? You know what? This car was not worth my tears. It was not worth my efforts. Right? With every test, your reliance upon these means, upon the things of this world, that tawakkul, it breaks. And your reliance upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that increases. If you're going through the tests in the right way. If you're really passing those tests. You know, recently somebody was telling me about a young boy who got cancer. Alright? And it was a huge surprise, obviously, for the family and everybody. And they were told, if this 
brings you closer to Allah, then this was a test. It was a means of purification. But if this takes you away from Allah, then it was a punishment. If it takes you away from Allah, then it was a punishment. So this is something we need to remember. Difficulties come our way. And they change. They go away. But what was the output of that difficulty? What was the consequence? What was the result? What do we have in our hands? Are we closer to Allah? Are we better in our heart? وَنَبْلُوكُمْ بِالشَّرِّ وَالْخَيْرِ فِتْنَةً وَإِلَيْنَا تُرْجِعُونَ And just remember, to us you will return. You're not staying in the world forever, in this mess, in this misery. It will be over. You're going back to Allah. Things will change. Recitation. وَمَا جَعَلْنَا لِبَشَرٍ مِّن قَبْلِكَ الْخُلْدِ أَفَإِن مِّتَّ فَهُمُ الْخَالِدُونَ كُلُّ نَفْسٍ and you see how بِشَرِّ وَالْخَيْرِ Evil and good. So if a person is suffering from evil, remember that after this evil there will be good. And if a person is in a good state right now, then remember that after that there will be شَرْ No one stays in a constant state. No. That state will always change. Always. And in that change is a test. How we react when we lose something. How we react when we gain something. What is the state of our heart? Our hope in Allah. Our fear of Allah. Our trust in Allah. Our love for Allah. What is the state of the heart? That is what matters.